Hare Krishna. This is a reading from the Srimad Bhagavatam, with translations and purports by His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. First Canto, Chapter 5, Texts 23 through 31. Text 23. O Muni, in the last millennium, I was born as the son of a certain maidservant engaged in the service of Brahmins who were following the principles of Vedanta. When they were living together, during the four months of the rainy season, I was engaged in their personal service. Purport by Srila Prabhupada. The wonder of an atmosphere surcharged with devotional service to the Lord is briefly described herein by Sri Narada Muni. He was the son of the most insignificant parentage. He was not properly educated. Still, because his complete energy was engaged in the service of the Lord, he became an immortal sage. Such is the powerful action of devotional service. The living entities are the marginal energy of the Lord, and therefore they are meant for being properly utilized in the transcendental loving service of the Lord. When this is not done, one's situation is called maya. Therefore, the illusion of maya is at once dissipated as soon as one's full energy is converted in the service of the Lord instead of in sense enjoyment. From the personal example of Sri Narada Muni in his previous birth, it is clear that the service of the Lord begins with the service of the Lord's bona fide servants. The Lord says that the service of his servants is greater than his personal service. Service of the devotee is more valuable than the service of the Lord. One should therefore choose a bona fide servant of the Lord constantly engaged in his service, accept such a servant as the spiritual master, and engage himself in his, the spiritual master's, service. Such a spiritual master is the transparent medium by which to visualize the Lord, who is beyond the conception of the material senses. By the service of the bona fide spiritual master, the Lord consents to reveal himself in proportion to the service rendered. Utilization of the human energy in the service of the Lord is the progressive path of salvation. The whole cosmic creation becomes at once identical with the Lord as soon as service in relation with the Lord is rendered under the guidance of a bona fide spiritual master. The expert spiritual master knows the art of utilizing everything to glorify the Lord. And therefore, under his guidance, the whole world can be turned into the spiritual abode by the divine grace of the Lord's servant. Text 24 
Although they were impartial by nature, those followers of the Vedanta blessed me with their causeless mercy. As far as I was concerned, I was self-controlled and had no attachment for sports, even though I was a boy. In addition, I was not naughty, and I did not speak more than required. Purport by Śrīla Prabhupāda In the Bhagavad-gītā, the Lord says, All the Vedas are searching after me. Lord Śrī Caitanya says that in the Vedas, the subject matters are only three, namely, to establish the relation of the living entities with the personality of Godhead, perform the relative duties in devotional service, and thus achieve the ultimate goal, back to Godhead. As such, Vedanta Vadis, or followers of the Vedanta, indicate the pure devotees of the personality of Godhead. Such Vedanta Vadis, or Bhakti Vedantas, are impartial in distributing the transcendental knowledge of devotional service. To them, no one is enemy or friend. No one is educated or uneducated. No one is especially favorable, and no one is unfavorable. The Bhaktivedantas see that the people in general are wasting time in false sensuous things. Their business is to get the ignorant mass of people to re-establish the lost relationship with the Personality of Godhead. By such endeavor, even the most forgotten soul is roused up to the sense of spiritual life, and thus, being initiated by the Bhaktivedantas, the people in general gradually progress on the path of transcendental realization. So the Vedantavadis initiated the boy even before he became self-controlled and was detached from childish sporting, etc. But before the initiation, he, the boy, became more and more advanced in discipline, which is very essential for one who wishes to make progress in the line. In the system of Varnashram Dharma, which is the beginning of actual human life, small boys, after five years of age, are sent to become brahmacharis at the Guru's ashram, where these things are systematically taught to every boy, be he a king's son or the son of an ordinary citizen. The training was compulsory, not only to create good citizens of the state, but also to prepare the boy's future life for spiritual realization. The irresponsible life of sense enjoyment was unknown to the children of the followers of the Varnashram system. A boy was even injected with spiritual acumen before being placed by the father into the womb of the mother. Both the father and the mother were responsible for the boy's success in being liberated from material bondage. That is the process of successful family planning. It is to beget children for complete perfection. Without being self-controlled, without being disciplined, and without being fully obedient, no one can become successful in following the instructions of the spiritual master. And without doing so, no one is able to go back to Godhead.
Text 25. Once only, by their permission, I took the remnants of their food, and by so doing, all my sins were at once eradicated. Thus being engaged, I became purified in heart, and at that time the very nature of the transcendentalist became attractive to me. Report by Srila Prabhupada Pure devotion is as much infectious, in a good sense, as infectious diseases. A pure devotee is cleared from all kinds of sins. The personality of Godhead is the purest entity, and unless one is equally pure from the infection of material qualities, one cannot become a pure devotee of the Lord. The Bhaktivedantas, as above mentioned, were pure devotees, and the boy became infected with their qualities of purity by their association and by eating once the remnants of the foodstuff taken by them. Such remnants may be taken even without permission of the pure devotees. There are sometimes pseudo-devotees, and one should be very much cautious about them. There are many things which hinder one from entering devotional service. But by the association of pure devotees, all these obstacles are removed. The neophyte devotee becomes practically enriched with the transcendental qualities of the pure devotee, which means attraction for the personality of Godhead's name, fame, qualities, pastimes, etc. Infection of the qualities of the pure devotee means to imbibe the taste of pure devotion always in the transcendental activities of the Personality of Godhead. This transcendental taste at once makes all material things distasteful. Therefore, a pure devotee is not at all attracted by material activities. After the elimination of all sins or obstacles on the path of devotional service, one can become attracted one can have steadiness, one can have perfect taste, one can have transcendental emotions, and at last, one can be situated on the plane of loving service to the Lord. All these stages develop by the association of pure devotees, and that is the purport of this stanza. Text 26. O Vyasadeva, in that association, and by the mercy of those great Vedantists, I could hear them describe the attractive activities of Lord Krishna. And thus, listening attentively, my taste for hearing of the personality of God had increased at every step. Purport. By Srila Prabhupada. Lord Sri Krishna, the absolute personality of Godhead, is attractive not only in his personal features, but also in his transcendental activities. It is so because the absolute is absolute by his name, fame, form, pastimes, entourage, paraphernalia, etc. 
The Lord descends to this material world out of his causeless mercy and displays his various transcendental pastimes as a human being, so that human beings attracted toward him become able to go back to Godhead. Men are naturally apt to hear histories and narrations of various personalities performing mundane activities, without knowing that by such association, one simply wastes valuable time and also becomes addicted to the three qualities of mundane nature. Instead of wasting time, one can get spiritual success by turning his attention to the transcendental pastimes of the Lord. By hearing the narration of the pastimes of the Lord, one contacts directly the personality of Godhead. And, as explained before, by hearing about the personality of Godhead, from within, all accumulated sins of the mundane creature are cleared. Thus, being cleared of all sins, the hearer gradually becomes liberated from mundane association and becomes attracted to the features of the Lord. Narada Muni has just explained this by his personal experience. The whole idea is that simply by hearing about the Lord's pastimes, one can become one of the associates of the Lord. Narada Muni has eternal life, unlimited knowledge, and unfathomed bliss, and he can travel all over the material and spiritual worlds without restriction. One can attain to the highest perfection of life simply by attentive hearing of the transcendental pastimes of the Lord from the right sources, as Sri Narada heard them from the pure devotees or the Bhaktivedantas in his previous life. This process of hearing in the association of the devotees is especially recommended in this age of quarrel, Kali. Text 27. O great sage, as soon as I got a taste of the personality of Godhead, my attention to hear of the Lord was unflinching. And as my taste developed, I could realize that it was only in my ignorance that I had accepted gross and subtle coverings. For both the Lord and I are transcendental. Purport by Srila Prabhupada Ignorance in material existence is compared to darkness, and in all Vedic literatures the personality of Godhead is compared to the sun. Whenever there is light, there cannot be darkness. Hearing of the Lord's pastimes is itself transcendental association with the Lord, because there is no difference between the Lord and his transcendental pastimes. To become associated with the supreme light is to dissipate all ignorance. By ignorance only, the conditioned soul wrongly thinks that both he and the Lord are products of material nature. But in fact, the personality of Godhead and the living beings are transcendental, and they have nothing to do with the material nature. When ignorance is removed, and it is perfectly realized that there is nothing existing without the personality of Godhead, then nescience is removed. 
Since the gross and subtle bodies are emanations from the personality of Godhead, the knowledge of light permits one to engage both of them in the service of the Lord. The gross body should be engaged in the acts of rendering service to the Lord, as in bringing water, cleaning the temple, or making obeisances, etc. The path of Archana, or worshipping the Lord in the temple, involves engaging one's gross body in the service of the Lord. Similarly, the subtle mind should be engaged in hearing the transcendental pastimes of the Lord, thinking about them, chanting his name, etc. All such activities are transcendental. None of the gross or subtle senses should otherwise be engaged. Such realization of transcendental activities is made possible by many, many years of apprenticeship in the devotional service. But simply attraction of love for the personality of Godhead, as it was developed in Narada Muni, by hearing, is highly effective. Text 28. Thus, during two seasons, the rainy season and autumn, I had the opportunity to hear these great-souled sages constantly chant the unadulterated glories of the Lord Hari. As the flow of my devotional service began, the covering of the modes of passion and ignorance vanished. Purport by Srila Prabhupada Transcendental loving service for the Supreme Lord is the natural inclination of every living being. The instinct is dormant in everyone, but due to the association of material nature, the modes of passion and ignorance cover this from time immemorial. If, by the grace of the Lord and the great-souled devotees of the Lord, a living being becomes fortunate enough to associate with the unadulterated devotees of the Lord and gets a chance to hear the unadulterated glories of the Lord, certainly the flow of devotional service takes place like the flow of a river. As the river flows on till she reaches the sea, similarly, pure devotional service flows by the association of pure devotees till it reaches the ultimate goal namely, transcendental love of God. Such a flow of devotional service cannot stop. On the contrary, it increases more and more without limitation. The flow of devotional service is so potent that any onlooker also becomes liberated from the influence of the modes of passion and ignorance. These two qualities of nature are thus removed and the living being is liberated, being situated in his original position. Text 29 I was very much attached to those sages. I was gentle in behavior, and all my sins were eradicated in their service. In my heart, I had strong faith in them, 
I had subjugated the senses, and I was strictly following them with body and mind. Purport by Srila Prabhupada These are the necessary qualifications of a prospective candidate who can expect to be elevated to the position of a pure, unadulterated devotee. Such a candidate must always seek the association of pure devotees. One should not be misled by a pseudo-devotee. He himself must be plain and gentle to receive the instructions of such a pure devotee. A pure devotee is a completely surrendered soul unto the Personality of Godhead. He knows the Personality of Godhead as the Supreme Proprietor and all others as his servitors. And by the association of pure devotees only, one can get rid of all sins accumulated by mundane association. A neophyte devotee must faithfully serve the pure devotee, and he should be very much obedient and strictly follow the instructions. These are the signs of a devotee who is determined to achieve success even in the existing duration of life. Text 30. As they were leaving, those Bhaktivedantas, who were very kind to poor-hearted souls, instructed me in that most confidential subject, which is instructed by the Personality of Godhead Himself. Purport by Śrīla Prabhupāda A pure Vedantist, or a Bhaktivedanta, instructs followers exactly according to the instructions of the Lord Himself. The Personality of Godhead, both in the Bhagavad Gita and in all other scriptures, has definitely instructed men to follow the Lord only. The Lord is the creator, maintainer, and annihilator of everything. The whole manifested creation is existing by His will, and by His will, when the whole show is finished, he will remain in his eternal abode with all his paraphernalia. Before the creation, he was there in the eternal abode, and after the annihilation, he will continue to remain. He is not, therefore, one of the created beings. He is transcendental. In the Bhagavad Gita, the Lord says that long, long before the instruction was imparted to Arjuna, the same was instructed to the sun god. And in course of time, the same instruction, being wrongly handled and being broken, was again instructed to Arjuna because he was his perfect devotee and friend. Therefore, the instruction of the Lord can be understood by the devotees only and no one else. The impersonalist, who has no idea of the transcendental form of the Lord, cannot understand this most confidential message of the Lord. The expression, most confidential, is significant here, because knowledge of devotional service is far, far above knowledge of impersonal Brahman. Jnanam means ordinary knowledge, or any branch of knowledge. This knowledge develops up to the knowledge of impersonal Brahman, 
above this. When it is partially mixed with devotion, such knowledge develops to knowledge of Paramatma, or the all-pervading Godhead. This is more confidential. But when such knowledge is turned into pure devotional service, and the confidential part of transcendental knowledge is attained, it is called the most confidential knowledge. This most confidential knowledge was imparted by the Lord to Brahma, Arjuna, Uddhava, etc. Text 31. By that confidential knowledge, I could understand clearly the influence of the energy of Lord Sri Krishna, the creator, maintainer, and annihilator of everything. By knowing that, one can return to him and personally meet him. Report by Srila Prabhupada. By devotional service, or by the most confidential knowledge, one can understand very easily how the different energies of the Lord are working. One part of his energy is manifesting the material world, and the other, superior part of his energy, is manifesting the spiritual world. And his intermediate energy is manifesting the living entities, who are serving either of the above-mentioned energies. The living entities serving material energy are struggling hard for existence and happiness, which is presented to them as illusion. But those in the spiritual energy are placed under the direct service of the Lord in eternal life, complete knowledge, and perpetual bliss. The Lord desires, as he has directly said in the Bhagavad Gita, that all conditioned souls rotting in the kingdom of material energy come back to him by giving up all engagements in the material world. This is the most confidential part of knowledge. But this can be understood only by the pure devotees, and only such devotees enter the kingdom of God to see him personally and serve him personally. The concrete example is Narada himself, who attain this stage of eternal knowledge and eternal bliss. And the ways and means are open to all, provided one agrees to follow in the footsteps of Sri Narada Muni. According to Shruti, the Supreme Lord has unlimited energies, without effort by him, and these are described under three principal headings, as above mentioned. Thank you.